Welcome to What the Art Podcast Episode 3 where we talk about art sisters where three artists one random dude come together and talk about some art and creative stuff. So in this episode we're going to talk about how we're going to make money or how artists can make money from their art and creative stuff and uh, we have uh, Sri Aditya and Keshav here along with me Gokul hosting this podcast. and uh, let's all give a quick intro on what we've been up to in the past couple of weeks and uh, uh, yeah so yeah anyways uh, i'm keshav uh, people call me cash or cash and i'm no clue at this point and uh, i'm doing good how are you guys what's up with y'all shri adi oh uh, i'm good i've been good and never been better and i've been working yeah, working my ass off since few weeks and it's been a while since we uh, had a recording as well yeah so, uh, yeah looking forward for this episode this is indeed an interesting episode yeah yeah this is going to be a good one i think it's something that a lot of artists and upcoming artists can relate to i'm fine by the way thanks for asking <laughs> <laughs> we have another person who's like literally listening to the podcast right yes. now she won't be joining us or talking uh, talking to us but yeah she's going to be there so yeah we've been doing good so uh, thanks a lot for all your support your feedbacks your comments and likes and uh, stuff and uh, so let's get into the topic where we're going to talk about how artists make money by doing creative stuff yeah so yeah so see since uh, all three of you guys are full time artists right so uh, i want to throw this question to you guys and uh, start this topic off mm-hmm. when and how and why did you guys start making money okay aditya first what is that what was it oh, when right. how and why yeah. okay, did you start making money right right i think uh, the earliest i started making money with my art was 2014 uh 2013 was my first time actually uh, bringing my art or my work out into the public that was when i had uh, exhibited at uh, hyderabad's first uh, comic con uh that's incidentally when i met shri also for the first time and uh seeing the success of that i thought you know and a, a lot of people had told me uh, earlier why not capitalize on this you know there are people who genuinely appreciate your work and want to buy your work and i hadn't considered it up until that point but then after seeing the success of comic con and seeing that and uh, realizing that you know i could actually have a knack for this uh the very next year for uh, the 2014 comic con was when i actually uh, legitimately sold my work and tried to monetize on whatever i did oh, so it and was 2014 you start you just start 20 at 2014 i started selling my work at 2014 so you had a stall at comic con that's nice yeah yeah i had a stall at comic con 2013 14 and uh, this year uh, again sorry 2018 last year yeah. awesome man very that's, cool that's man. nice very cool nice. but, but so what good. drove you to do that Well again I guess it was a bit of self realization because uh, like I said I hadn't considered at that point I was still uh, a newbie at that point I still kind of am but I was very new to all of this so uh, I I think the uh, I think that decision really came after uh, seeing uh, the response to my art at the 2013 comic con I thought this was something that I could actually uh, be doing even in the future 
and that there was potential there. And that's when I decided to actually move forward, forward with that decision and act upon it. And that was from 2014. Okay. Interesting. Shree. Yes. Well, that's an, old, that's, that's an old and boring story. So people have, people no, know it all right. No, actually it's pretty interesting, right? Like when people get to uh, know why, how and <laughs> where did you start? I think why is a bigger question in this whole thing. Why? Why oh. did you... so <laughs> so uh, yes why just like i said you know we you know we need to pay bills in the first place and i wanted to have a career in art and uh, it, it I, i've been fancying it all uh, you know all my life and i never knew anything else which could you know pay my bills off to be honest and uh, of course now so what was it why when and where why how why how and, and where? where why why how so how okay so how is going to be a bit more elaborate um so i've i've been practicing art since a long time since i've been a child and uh, at, at a fine point maybe uh, during my college when i was in my second year or so uh, um, uh, you know uh, uh, well to be honest there was another reason i never wanted to work under someone you know which you know which wasn't that satisfying at the same time you know and of course uh, the the pay scales were not that impressive uh, in india at that point of time and even now to be honest mm-hmm. and i was never i was uh, i never thought that that could that could be equivalent uh, uh, and sufficing to uh, for, for my demands at home and with the bills i had and whatever uh, you know whatever the stuff we have usually at home so uh, i thought freelancing was the way because it was quite liberating uh, you know when i thought about it and uh, i'm a very domesticated person so i thought that would work well and uh, well uh, i thought that would float my boat well at the same time it would keep that afloat uh, so uh, the only way uh, i could do everything at the same time i could also practice uh, my passion as something you know you know which is freelancing and i saw some possibilities in that and uh, but still you know it takes a lot of uh, self confidence or lots of lots of gut feeling you know you need to believe in and it's a, it's a, it's a leap of faith you need to take i thought you know i i, I polished my skills a bit more before i could go professional and uh, then later on it, it all happened or uh, see this was decided but uh the uh the process has you know was a proper blend i mean uh, i never planned okay today i'm going to start earning or it, it was never like that it just it was a, a proper transition like i was just drawing and drawing uploading stuff on social media and i was learning and uh, you know sketching all the day and one fine day uh, some friend or another guy uh, you know approached me and asked for asked if i can do him and he would say that he would pay me and i thought okay so this was what i was looking for so i thought okay so this is this is been looking for as well so let's go let's go ahead with let's go ahead with it and i accepted the commission i got the first uh, i just got, got the first bucks you know from uh, from something i drew and it felt good and then you know it started that way and it was the same idea so i uh, i and then after that i started promoting myself and uh, sharpening my own skills again and again it was um, it was it was it was a lot of uh, 
lots of hustle you know lots of hustling was uh, you know happened at the same time lots of learning and so much of self promotion and it all happened that way so that's what how is you know at the same time when uh, this was around like when i was like i said it when i was around the second year of my college i'm talking about like 2009 and 10 uh, somewhere between 2009 and 10 Yeah, so it was quite early when I was 18 or something, uh, 18 and 20, so 19, I, I think so. I'm bad at math, so yeah, <laughs> there, there, there I go. I was right. very brief. That cool is, man. That is nice. That is that is detailed. Yes, Kesh. Yes. Yeah. How did you go about doing the magic of earning money? The magic of earning money. So the question, your question was why, right? So why, how, and what? Okay, so first I'll get When? to the why part, which is one. I, I want to sort of rant on this for a for mm-hmm. a bit, because you know I had this thing for a. Uh, I had this notion when I was like a young dude, like why can't all be artists and just we live in a society where there's no money and where there's uh, you know people just get to do stuff for a uh, you know whatever the stuff they like and uh, you know sort of like a utopian society, you know where we all are yeah. granted. Uh, to do whatever we want to do, like you know, we it's not. It, it, I wouldn't say it's opportunity; it's outcome. Like everyone has the outcome of becoming an artist, not just because right now in today's society we have the all the all have and everyone has the opportunity to become an artist. But I had the utopian idea of okay, you know what? Everyone should be able to do stuff, and I think it's a dumb, stupid idea. Wow! Yeah, it's a it's a very dumb idea, and 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 I thank why we make money is because I think intrinsically we should we are like creatures who wants to like give out value, you know, like <laughs> you guys are quiet for some weird reason, and so that throws no, me no, off. No, no, we are listening. We're listening. We're listening. <laughs> that is nice. We can't make noise. We're listening <laughs> to the profound thoughts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, this we are quite into you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus, that's bad. That's wrong in so many ways. I have no <laughs> idea what that means, but yeah, fine. <laughs> I meant that to be wrong. <laughs> all right. Uh, so yeah, right. I mean, uh, see, we we all want to make. We all we all have this sort of need, which I feel, you know, to give bring some sort of value to people or to ourselves. Like I don't even know. Like it doesn't have to be others. You know, like. sometimes we should bring value for ourselves and i think the society we live in has been sort of structured pretty well where people has the opportunity and people who can work and do the work can get forward and that's why i make money and i don't think i i have more on that like i don't want to go on and on about that like that's why i make money uh I don't know. I don't know if I'm clear enough. I mean, arti- articulated enough on that. What? No, I was like, did I even understand what you were saying? So, can you repeat that once again? Can you? Okay. What? I, what I'm? What I'm sort of? You know, I've been reading up right lately about like politics and economics uh-huh. and all that stuff, and uh, I'm le- I'm reading up on uh, you know other modes of economic systems where uh, you're sort of the wealth is equally distributed, yes. and the people doesn't have to. Uh, or everyone has equal uh, outcome, equal income, and all yes, that stuff. Yes. And I think it's like a f- stupid f- f- philosophy. Yeah, I was gonna say F, but yeah, <laughs> the F word. <laughs> I'm a more. I'm not liberal on that. Please feel free. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah. The thing is, yeah. Uh, 
and and uh, sort of like capitalism and i think capitalism capitalism is a good system uh-huh. where it motivates you to sort of uh, pursue individual meaning rather yes. than collective meaning yes. and instead of a group you as gokul can go out and make something yeah. then decide to do something for other people instead of it's being done to everybody else then it comes down to us like a last trip and no one dictates on what i have to do exactly. and what i have to do with the money that i earn as well yeah too. yeah cool. that's that's why that's why i make money so that you you want that freedom wherein you yeah. can do whatever you want to do that's yes. why you make money yes good How? and also like i want to leverage that money i make to something else obviously nice yeah. nice but how and why okay how did i make money is i have i have clear uh, how and when uh, when okay i'll i'll get to the how part i'll get to the when part first so i uh, is like a very short story I, i don't i i think it was in 2014 for me as well i don't know 2014 or 2013 i was, I was paid to do a whiteboard animated video right like you you have this whiteboard thing yeah, and you yeah. uh, you draw on that and yeah, it's uh, complicated i think so for me yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah so seriously I, 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 I had like sort of the video skills i was in college doing film so i sort of had the video skills and someone hired me to pay like uh, and they paid me like 3000 rupees so for uh. people for people uh, who are uh, i'm not i'm not even kidding they paid me 3000 rupees and Ma- that was something on the same lines <laughs> <laughs> you know we should we should actually, the magic number this. you know if, if today we can talk about numbers that would be nice we because are, we are going to talk about numbers. we need to talk about numbers because we, people need to know like what kind of money they can make in art we don't need I we don't know. have i mean look if if you're not comfortable doing that fine but uh, we we should anyways that stuff like, it was like 3000 rupees and I I worked so damn hard <laughs> to get, make that stuff happen. If I were doing that today I'd like charge like a lakh for that. But yeah. And uh, so that was my first job. So that was when part. Yeah. So the how part which is what, what how do I make money? Oh yeah. So it's, it's a great thing. So how I make money is uh, I I have a different perspective or I wouldn't say different perspective. I have a, a defined way of how I see that. So one to me i think people make money when they offer something of value to someone else in the society so that's how money making sort of works you have to be useful and solve problems that other people have so that you can make money and the bigger the problem you solve the better okay. money you'll make yes and like you know people like uh, steve jobs and uh, elon musk they are solving like really complicated big problems mm-hmm. or at least they are in the process of i think yes. steve jobs sort of solved it he's done with it <laughs> and elon musk you know he's he's solving he's trying to solve some big problems and hence big money and the uh, the sort of problems that you're trying to solve will be like directly proportional or is that what they say yeah proportional yes. to the money you make or the value that you provide is proportional yeah. to the money that you're going to make yeah so how exactly i make money is that i solve the problem of what it means from going uh, to zero to like 100 of like you know how to be an artist from like zero ground zero mm-hmm. and going there and how can i make that journey interesting and how can i make that uh, fun for other people to know and uh, you know i share the process i share uh, the 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 what do you say the behind the scenes the thoughts yeah is is it's like is is like if you if you turned out to be a big artist like after like 50 years mm-hmm. and uh, like some big shot 
uh-huh. and you can look back and and you'll have a, like a big documentation of <laughs> all, all that has happened so that's nice how yeah. i sort of make money cool so i don't know mm, so weird. i haven't made money out of my own art uh unfortunately mm. or fortunately i don't know so <laughs> <laughs> well i can say the fake second i can i can say that it's fortunately that exactly <laughs> right <laughs> so so just to give a different perspective on uh, how to make money out of art uh, from a business standpoint right so the i am a mechanical engineer so when i have no clue about okay, art right mechanical <laughs> engineers yeah so <laughs> mechanical so, engineers right yes so the the thing is when when it comes to selling art right so i i i believe the value proposition that every art brings out to the end consumer is completely different and the amount of money that anybody can charge for any type of art also varies with respect to the perception of how much the value the art is going to add to the end consumer right and there is no fixed amount or how much money that i can charge for an art let's say in a let's say in a badge or in a, or in a bag or whatever right so i think comes on the end consumer's perception and uh, to to understand that perception of value that you provide to the end consumer i think you've got to go back do some research on what consumers would probably pay and stuff i think that some sometimes helps me out right so when we launch a new product with a particular artwork on it we first do a, a little research going around the market checking out what uh, what what are whatever competitors doing first of all and second and half second of all how much premium would people pay for something that i uh, if i give something better that's better than my competitor right so that is something very important to us because if we get the pricing bad or wrong then the whole thing is the whole thing goes bizarre right no no one's going to buy this stuff and no one's going to there's no point in me even uh, printing that art form on a particular product and selling so agree yeah. so i started this up uh, doing uh, i mean not doing art selling art um, in 2013 when we started limited edition notebooks for college students right and i i i want to give a small story on the impact of good art uh, the what it does to a brand and also to a people's perception of a brand right so Uh, we spoke about floods a few minutes back before uh, the recording right so floods yeah. made a very big impact on me okay give give them some context please yeah I'll, i'll give you a con so floods made made a very big impact on how i perceived oh, art floods uh, yeah so was. chennai flood so in 2014 and 15 so i ran a company called my copy wherein we did notebooks for college students and all the designs on it were limited edition uh, designs illustrated designs mm-hmm. and we also had really cool content inside where it would be like 10 ways to fall in love 15 ways to bunk class mm-hmm. and stuff so we were uh, we were out there <laughs> i said uh, to motivate students <laughs> exactly no, exactly my point right no one wants to uh, learn about how fast a cheetah is or how tall a giraffe is right that's all crap no no college student wants no, to know about that it. Is this? Are you talking about the brand I'm thinking about right now? <laughs> exactly the same brand, ITC classmate, right? So, <laughs> so uh, I didn't give a damn. I was competing with them, right? So the point, so it's not like, so, okay. So the point is, so we were doing that stuff for like three to four years. We were across like multiple cities and states and blah 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 stuff. And uh, in 2015, when the Chennai floods hit us, uh, hit us, right? My whole office and Gudon went under water, and that meant we lost, we lost like. quite an amount of money i don't want to say they want quite a, quite a lot of amount of money yeah. like but we are talking about figures 
Okay, so about we, we, we lost about 30 to 35 no, no, lakhs kidding. worth of money in like 36 hours. Damn. 35 lakhs worth of money in... 35 lakhs worth of stock and products and stuff in like 36 hours. Like within from the, when the yeah, first started. Uh, well, Phil has told me about this. was uh, yeah, like so bad. That is really, yes. really bad. So that, that made me... Uh, uh, that pushed me to your point when I've got to take a call when if I have to close down this particular venture because I didn't have more money to put in. And I, ha- I had lenders to whom I have to pay as well, right? So when everything went down in flux, it got wet or? No, if it, the whole, if, if a notebook, if a paper gets wet, what do you do with it? You, you can't use anything, yeah, right? Yeah. So, so unfortunately, the factory bear who were, who were producing my notebooks, they were, all, they also went under water because they were near a lake. <laughs> so, oh, shit. so it, it was a pretty crappy situation, right? So, but I'm coming quickly to the point. So... Uh, when we decided uh, to to uh, either close down the company uh, or bring back the company in some fa- form or the other, right? So we didn't have enough money to bring back the company. So uh, we were we were uh, contemplating on what to do. That's when I got a random call from a guy. It's a college student who's like who stays like 50 kilometers from my office. Uh, and this guy gives me a call uh, three or four days after the flood, and he says. Uh, is this my copy and stuff? I'm like, yeah, we are my copy and stuff. He's like, I want to buy a notebook. We were like, dude, we don't have any notebooks left. Everything went underwater. We probably have two or three notebooks and uh, that are dry. And this guy's this guy like, no, 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 I want to come to your office and pick up those notebooks. And we were like, we don't, we have only few. He's like, no, no, I'm going to come. We thought that guy was kidding. Next day morning, that guy took a bus. He actually showed up. 50 kilometers. Okay. He came to my office even before we arrived. Okay. <laughs> he was at the office and he was like, sir, I'm at your office. Where are you? I'm like, dude. So we went to the <laughs> office and that guy was seeing our notebooks and the products and the, and the, and the whatever we had that were dry, right? And we thought he's going to pick up something and go off. He didn't do that. He gave a call to his girlfriend who's staying 50 kilometers away, the place where he's coming from. And they both were discussing what designs they have out of the my copy notebooks. So since the notebooks were limited edition in design, mm-hmm. we print only 10,000 copies of each design. So they were collecting the designs. They were collecting the notebooks. It's a 50 rupee normal notebook. And they were making a collection. They were making a collection the... of the designs that we were putting out. What do you mean they're making a collection? So you know, each notebook comes with one particular design, right? Right. So okay. let's say I launch a, a 10 lakh notebook, right. a, a lakh notebook. There, there will be 10 different designs in it. Okay. So they're collecting the whole series. They're collecting, yeah, they're collecting, the, whole, they're the, collecting whole. the whole series. So in each, so every store oh, no. they don't get all the designs. So it randomly goes out, right? So these guys know that they were all limited edition. They were collecting the designs. So that made a huge impact on me, right? And I asked him, why would you spend two hundred bucks to buy a fifty bucks notebook that's that you might probably not buy at all? But uh, but that made a, a huge impact on me on how art changes the perception of value of a product that's as simple as a notebook, notebook yeah. and uh, and that's when I realized you know what if, if anything that can be sold if it's if it's creative and if it's uh, cool and if it also targets a particular customer in a way that he or she likes I think you can add value to anything you can add value to a mug to a, to an underwear to anything and everything right if you put something, make it really cool by creating art over it. So I think that's what I mean. I'm trying to say. You, you put you put a red font, no, 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 a red logo called Supreme on a white T-shirt. Exactly. You sell it for thousand bucks. Exactly. Right. Gucci. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Am I right? <laughs> exactly. Yes.
So cool. So let's 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 come to uh, the point of uh, you guys. You guys were talking about how you guys made money, right? Um, so let's uh, let's talk about uh, the one important thing from my side. The question that I want to ask is uh, about uh, most of the artists being introverts and not m- being able to take a decision on going forward to even monetize what they know or what they can do. So have you guys ever faced? Uh, a challenge of being introverts wherein you guys were so hesitant yeah b- before that right yeah there's a you he have that question in mind okay. but i i just want to refocus on all of us right i i don't uh, to the to sort of like an end goal for this uh-huh. podcast which is okay at the end of this podcast the person who is listening to this should be able to know uh, what are the options yes. that they can use yes. to make money Right, so that'll be the end goal. Obviously. But but we 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 all haven't sort of exactly spoken or told people that how we make money in the sense we haven't uh, pointed That's out the, be the next thing, the, the stream. Okay, that yeah, is going to be the next go, thing. Go, go, go. So so I think I had that in mind, sir. So yes, I, I do. Like yeah. Blood. So that's okay. Cool. Um, so so have you guys ever faced? Uh, uh, please don't make those funny faces. <laughs> you guys are making funny faces, dude. So damn hard to talk. <laughs> yeah, so, no, we are just listening. No, we, we are just, so we into the conversation. So into we're the not conversation concerned with the way we look. So, no, no, it's not about. It's not about both of you guys. It's about Shweta. So. <laughs> oh, you finally said the name. You said her name, Shweta. Uh, no, to the listeners, the girl is no one. <laughs> okay. So, 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 so coming back to the question, right? So asking if if you guys. Have you guys ever been introverts, and how did you come out of of that particular block that most of the artists have, right? No. And and decide how to make money or how to go about even even pitching your stuff, right? So what would you tell to a fellow artist who's coming up, who's who who's like hesitant to even talk about what he does, or even hesitant to even sell to people what he does, right? So how what would you guys tell that particular artist? She. Uh, okay, so I wouldn't. Um, See, I wouldn't categorize a person and also his profession and also his earnings according to how how introverted he is or how extroverted or ambiverted, you know, how he or she is anyway. But still, you know, uh, hence, you know, since it's um, since it influences uh, a person's or the artist's uh, attributes and everything. I would say that I belong to the introvert category. At the same time, I generally don't get out so often. You know, I kind of am awkward with you know talking in uh, you know uh, people in large numbers. You know, wherever there are events, and also you know all all this uh, usual stuff they say about introverts, right? So uh, it was indeed a challenge for me because both of these things are uh, though they are two different things, they are interrelated at a certain point. You know, where it comes to social socializing. you know uh, with uh, with in with the crowd in large numbers because that's where the contacts are you know that's where the contacts are and where there are contacts there there is money or there is or there is a job or there is a project you know it's it's extremely interrelated and it was indeed a challenge for me you know because in the beginning of the years you know even i wouldn't say i wouldn't even say that it's in the beginning but it's only been like a couple of years or so three more three or four years maybe uh, since i've been getting out often and people still say that i'm not getting out too often and they always mm. keep complaining about i don't go, go out like i don't i don't get out get, get off my ass uh, you know off my off my chair and uh, socialize because i'm a freelancer you know uh, well yeah since i said i'm a freelancer it demands a lot of socializing and uh, and they they never go hand in hand especially for being an artist because you know the job we have to do 
uh, is something which is extremely stationary. You know, the the profession demands us to stay in one place and draw and draw yeah. and draw. We need to churn out more artworks, and uh, you know, the demand is too much, and the competition as well on uh, social media. And but still, you know, we have, we have to get out there and socialize with people, talk to them, you know, uh, talk about stuff, um, you know, uh, kind of gel uh, uh, with each other and uh, try to uh, impress them and pitching the ideas. You know, all this stuff requires. And there's this thing called introversion. So uh, what I realized was, you know, my introversion has to be defeated with social with, with socializing skills because there's no other way around it. You know, at the end of the day, you need the project, you need clients, you know, uh, you need to attend the events for that. No one is going to knock your door and uh, going to say, oh, Sri, I have a project for you. I know that they're never going to do it for you. So you need to get out there because there are lots of artists out there who are trying to grab the opportunities and you need to be one of them as well. So that's something which is extremely important. And uh, I've, I, uh, I face the heat of you know uh, the competition because because of the same reason and uh, everyone's uh, going ahead of uh, you know me and i could see them passing uh, you know passing uh, across me at the same time even i was really yeah. wondering you know how how do i go about this you know and then i started being you know uh, being a bit more social started meeting people and uh, uh, at the same time um, involuntarily all these uh, talks happened like social talks like uh, um there there was this uh, talk called Echakucha Nights, uh, which start uh, you know which was a Jap- Japanese uh, uh, sort of a socializing event, mm-hmm. you know which was quite famous mm-hmm. at a certain point, um, where you know you would be given around like 20 to 20 format, like 20 slides and 20 minutes for each art uh, for each independent where you can present yourself and all. I've been invited and I, I spoke I spoke there. And I, I gradually developed my um, speaking, you know, public speaking skills, and though it's never developed, to be honest, but still, um, uh, you know, it, that was how it all began. And then and I would say uh, it was uh, it was indeed challenging for me. Uh, and um, well, that impacts uh, uh that impacts uh, the earning dimension of our own in our own profession, especially when you're a freelancer, is what I'm trying to say. So you need to get out more to have more contacts, more clientele, you know, because cool. the the moment I started getting out was, uh, you know, when I started uh, being more in limelight, cool. is what I would say. Cool, man. Aditya. Wait, what? Can, can you, can you re- so the, 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 what, rephrase the question? So... The question is, let, let's say most of the artists like are... Specific, yeah. See, artists... Okay, let's, let, how, as an artist, um, if you're being an introvert, how do you go about, how do you get out of the, uh, get out of the block of being an introvert and go? how do you go about and um, start introducing yourselves or even start selling your product, right? right. So, she was telling that he, he was an introvert and he started socializing because yeah, yeah, he had it. to socialize and yeah. then... Um, uh, that's when he got in meet a lot more people that's when he, he got to sell his heart that's when he got to know a lot more people mm-hmm. on the other side that's when a lot of people also got to know about him and his art as well mm-hmm. exactly yeah it's so, also the other way around yes yes and now so okay got now with that I got the question sorry yeah. Adi you, it's your turn right now yeah yeah no, I, I think it uh, kind of uh, my answer also falls in line with Sri's uh, I was an introvert and I still am an introvert but uh in order to get your work noticed or in order to be able to take it forward if you're an introvert i mean again that shouldn't matter but if you are you have there is no other way you have to put yourself out there 
you have to uh, you have to take that step and you have to overcome your fear and otherwise it, you know there's no way people you know like Sri said no one's going to come knocking on your on your door saying hey look we have some projects for you you have to showcase your work and you have to put yourself out there and uh, i think for me uh, when i really started getting my work noticed i think uh, comic con uh, really helped me uh, a lot uh, when i did the first two comic cons in 2013 and 14 that was i was drawing much before that but that was the first time i actually I uh, had to speak to uh, large numbers of people uh, in public and uh, share with them what exactly it is I do and uh, put my work out there for the first time and as daunting as that was that that uh, opened up so many uh, doors for me I met a lot of people I've gotten a lot of uh, uh, like potential opportunities uh, over that time and uh, my work was slowly becoming known more and more so uh, i think uh, for me or like my advice uh, uh, per se would be to put yourself out there attend as many uh, events as possible go to as many meetups as possible find people who are like minded you know there is no shortage there's no shortage of uh, artists out there you just have to uh, the trick is to just find them so socializing and, uh, is the thing so socializing is the key for me cool. socializing was the key and as awkward and uh, uh, introverted uh, i may be uh, i'm slowly getting better at it Super. and that's yielded so many positive things for me and my heart cool that that's that's awesome. kesh i kind of feel you have a different point of view yeah. because i don't think you are an introvert so i want to know from your perspective so yeah, yeah kesh yeah. i want to hear from you you're like the complete opposite of me and steve <laughs> it's not being all, you know i don't think i'm the opposite of you guys i mean uh yeah i'm 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 I've, I've lately i thought i was an introvert just because i was an art, artist and you know i was under that impression but uh, the more i was around people the, the more i was more engaged more happy and uh, more fulfilled and to be honest i think i'm sort of stuck in an introvert job being an extrovert so like i'm 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 i'm, I'm, I'm uh, my extroversion is so damn high and i just need like be around people and do like i'm suffering man i'm not even kidding wow. like some days are like so bad i've i've gone to a points where i like hire people just to be here <laughs> wow <laughs> in the office so that i have some people around this thing <laughs> so that you know i can i can work wow. but you know like pe- uh, the thing is work according to your temperament is what i would say you know like whatever your temperament is if you are an introvert like dude make use of that man may turn it into a strength instead of a weakness exactly like okay here here are some approaches you can use if you're an introverted person you can talk to one person you probably cannot talk to three people at the same time so talk to one person and that's all you need to do. Like, go to an event or to a place don't talk just be around and pick someone and try to talk to them <laughs> right yeah try like you just try and you might you, get, you might get something another way for introverts we 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 sort of have the ad- advantage because we uh, we live in a world right now that supports introverts more than extroverts yeah because you, yeah <laughs> what <laughs> but why do you think okay. okay. that, that's a first that, that's a first <laughs> no, no no yeah, yeah, yeah. I, i'm i'm so sure i'm true it's How? true social media 
one word oh, social yes. media okay okay yeah. fair enough you don't have to get out of your house to meet people you don't have to face another one to make friends with them i know shweta i don't even know her this is the first time i'm saying you know see i'm seeing her right see yeah shweta is the third person fifth person sitting here <laughs> right so yeah see like this are this are we get to know people like you get to actually be an anonymous person online and go and talk to people yes. and you sort of develop that skill you like go go around comment on other people's work yeah. and you are technically you're presenting not you're not presenting yourself you're presenting a persona of yourself and uh, you know that that is that's the best way use social media to your advantage start posting stuff now if you're an introverted person don't show your face build a persona build a persona okay instead of showing your face got it It, it doesn't matter if you show your face or not if you feel yeah. to after a point you can if you know uh, you'll get comfortable showing your faces yes. but you don't have to you, you just need to present your work and build a myth a character yes and that character is your persona but how truthful does that character have to be it's a, it's up to you but and does it have to, to be truthful is a, is up to the audience okay now guys people are listening they are giving us time updates okay we actually have a timer that's on the record thing so we have no more updates going on it was gokul's idea to give us shweta <laughs> thank you i i got that friends i just want to see how creative shweta is <laughs> just bumped yeah. our fist together and yeah anyway what what were we saying so i was asking so you said people could create a persona online in mm. social media if they're introverts where they can talk to people right. comment on and also post about themselves right mm. and but then does this persona have to be uh, truthful to who the person is or do you think they can create a, a different yeah, person no, of who I, they are i think the point is to get your work out there uh you see creating a persona is one thing you it can be whatever you want it to be but at the end of the day you are doing it because you are trying to get your work known it's not so much about uh, that is true so hold on honestly well No that is true but uh, no yeah. like you end up building a persona regardless of what you do yes people oh, well, uh, honestly people... if you ask me uh, sorry for that uh, anyway. oh, okay. yeah uh, so uh, if you ask me sometimes you know i've i've realized that you know it's as like each 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 of us have uh, you know ha- have our own medicine you know which would work for us that's mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. but what i've realized for myself uh, or for my professional life is something you know uh, it was uh, really enlightening because it hit me hard when i when i started attending events uh, uh, well just like you said uh, uh, the online persona we we give and uh, the level of work we share to uh, to the clients and the level of um, interaction we have with the people is something which is really really helpful online and i've always been in the same belief as well but mm. once i started socializing i mean it's not like i'm always out there and every saturday night or something like that mm-hmm. you know socializing i mean i've been attending to events and uh, you know i've been meeting people in the meetings and uh, with all the clientele and all the stuff that's what i mean by socializing and when i when i got 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 out you know that's when i had that real time connection with them mm. you know i, I I yeah. was able yes. to build a solid impression to the client that this is a person he's not imaginary he is not way virtual this person is real and he's humble or he's good or mm-hmm. he's bad or he's a he's he's an artist and I've met them I've met him okay so 
So you it so yeah, it gives a sense of validation. At the same time, they'll be having an idea of okay, this person lives here, and because the the thing is, you'll be you'll be right in the moment. You'll be building a solid conversation, which will which will actually construct a lot of memory in their brains more than an online conversation. I think yeah, it's about yeah, building yeah. relationships. No, no, right? no. The thing the, the thing is, yeah. my point is not to actually build an online persona. My point is for an introvert yes. to use social media as a yeah, gateway yeah, yeah, drug to get social. To get started off. Yeah, yeah get started. See, see, I always prefer offline conversation. I'm, dude, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm an extrovert, right? Of course. <laughs> yeah. So, so, but, but make no mistake. Anyway, I've been the same. I've been that online persona for as for the longest time as possible. So, uh, I know the difference. You know, it made in my life. So, uh, uh, th- these are my two cents. So, 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 if, if we can, if we can come to a conclusion on on, on that, that thing, on that thing. Yeah, I have two points on that. Yeah. So, you, you wanted you want to know how to build a pro- honest online persona, right? Yes. One, the, the best strategy is to be truthful and honest to yourself. Mm-hmm. And the way people perceive perceive you is not within your control. So yeah. whatever people, uh, you can try to be as open and, and and as honest as possible online, and to to build, or you can be very methodological, met, you know, methodological, methodological, yeah, whatever, whatever. that word is, methodical, yeah, methodical and uh, crafty about your persona. And either way, right? If if you're methodical and crafty, you are you're putting yourself in a box. Yes. And and if you're being open and honest, that's one. The thing is, people will put you in a box regardless. They yes. have, their perception of you is vastly different than what you think of yourself. Yes. You know, and uh, on that, right? So, t- don't try to build a brand. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've been, I've been. Uh, that sort of puts your art in a box where it uh, restricts your creativity, mm-hmm. where you can go beyond spaces, mm-hmm. but. be open and honest about yourself mm-hmm. as much as you can and know that the perception of uh, what other people have about you will be wrong people think of me as this happy go lucky guy all the damn time yeah strong yeah yeah so so from from, from this conversation what i understand is uh, if you are being an introvert and if you are finding it difficult to go talk about yourself or your art you could probably start out uh, putting it putting out stuff in social media mm. creating a persona about what you do who you are and stuff see for example you don't have to create a persona but the persona will yeah. be created regardless yes yeah. for example right so for like what keshav said so people are having their their own perception of what keshav is and who keshav is but on the other side uh, let's say for example alicia souza as a person right mm-hmm. so she's so uh, so she's extrovert to the to the way wherein um if every most of most of her followers know what she's doing throughout the day mostly she's putting up what's happening in her life everything right so that's a different extreme altogether so you you will have to be either physically out there talking to people or mentally out there talking to people like this in social media to be able to get out and move things forward the point you is to get yourself you know you know so, sorry just just one more thing the thing is yeah. why why people form a false perception of uh, people online Mm-hmm. no matter how hard you try unless you stream yourself 24/7 even you when you do that yeah 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 they they can get the, uh, get in hold of reality because you are seeing a bts like a sort of yes. like highlight yes. reel of everybody else's lives because what people post is is predominantly all the happy stuff right right all the good stuff right no one posts sad stuff you know even if they do You're yeah. not posting the entire satire, yeah, exactly. rather than exactly. a summarized version a small of the satire. Yeah, yeah. Cool, you cool. you cannot get an understanding of reality, regardless of what you do on social media. Yeah. Super. So 
so uh, having spoken to a lot of artists in the past 3 4 years of my journey right so uh, i've i've spoken to artists who've just passed out of school college or even professional artists like you guys so uh, when i ask them how do they start uh, earning money and stuff so uh, i i i i've been hearing this cup, uh, this four points on a regular basis right one they said uh, so like what she said earlier i kept posting my work online mm-hmm. and people got to know about it and somehow some of my friends or one of the followers got to, i mean uh, came back to me and asked me how to do about the stuff or gave me a project and paid me money right uh, second uh, thing they've also heard is uh do free stuff so some of the artists who mm-hmm. i spoke to they were like you know what yeah. uh people even if they don't pay me money i go willingly and tell them, you know what i can do this stuff for you it's up to you to either like it or not like it, not like it or it's up to you to even pay 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 me so yeah, the, the pro bono helps a bit uh, yeah. there so the reason the reason they 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 tell me that they do that is because one it gains they gain experience and second they also get to know how people react to their artwork their type of working how they can uh, hone themselves or make themselves better to sell their art in at a future level right so it's kind of like testing the waters a little bit exactly, exactly. yeah but i think i think it's only possible during the beginning stages obviously. or at least in the yeah, middle obviously. once it is yeah. once you're already established not established yeah. i mean once you're into the profession or once yeah. you're once you're done doing all the stuff you know professionally or once you're into building your own portfolio i don't think that stuff works anymore yeah. See, but it's it's up to it's up to the artist right. anyway. obviously yeah. it's it's when somebody is building up or, or being an artist they know they're good at what they're doing but they still don't know how much to charge or how who will work with them yeah. how yeah, to work yeah. with them right and yes, yes, and yes. The other other big question is uh, a big thing that most of the artists have told me is there is no definite way for us to charge for what we do at least for the begin- at least for the beginners right they find it very difficult for uh, for for to charge for what they do because they actually don't know how much their product or artwork is valued on the outside for example absolutely yeah. so from my perspective right so let's say i find uh, uh, a particular artist doing some really cool stuff but he's 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 like in his teens or he's not if i know that he's not going to charge me a lot i'll go to him at the same you know what i'm going to i'm being truthful from a business point when i go to him say you know what i want this stuff to be done by you but i'm going to pay you a pennies mm. that's because i know uh, he's not going to charge me a lot but from the artist perspective right i think i feel bad for them in a way where they're not able to charge what they want to charge or what they what they should be charging because they don't know how to charge Uh, and also even if they know sometimes it's all it's all it's all it's all about the society we live in uh, exactly. and the affordability so i, w- I want to go deep into that particular question of uh, uh, how do you get up to, do you understand or do you know how much you have to charge for something that you do right i know that's a, that's like a, a bigger question into it there's no particular number that you can put on top of it but as an artist how did you guys come about doing that particular there are two ways to look about it you know one either look at the market value of the service that you're offering uh-huh. like look at what other people are charging for the same quality exactly. and level of work that you are doing mm-hmm. or if you want to go the personal responsibility route which i do most of the time which is okay what was the uh, money which i earned or how much did i earn last month mm-hmm. or the month before that okay how many hours did i work okay great i'm going to find the value of my r of my time okay what's my cost per r thing then i'll sort of charge that and then use it use that as a base point to go and talk to the customer and see if my time is worth that particular service or that service worth my 
but as, as, as an artist who is starting a Start project, so how flexible would you want to be with respect to the amount of money that people are willing to pay? Uh, 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 but before that, right, I mean, uh, on free stuff, doing free work, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you, if, if you're starting out, you don't have money, so you, you need to trade in some sort of value. Uh, you know and uh, you need okay the thing also is also even create a professional portfolio right? where you can say you know what I've done this and this because I've seen college students telling me uh-huh. you know what I've done this and this stuff or this and this brands and right. when I asked them they're like no they didn't pay me but I did this stuff for all this but I did this because I want to build a portfolio where I can put up saying that I've worked for X, Y, Z and Z brands okay that is good that is that's a good strategy but the thing is they look at it as a short term tactic meaning okay I'm going to do free work for the next five months then after that I'm going to go into paid work no you have to actually sort of play chess here mm-hmm. you need to know when to do free work and when to do paid work there will be a time where you're seven years or eight years into your uh, freelance and you might have to do a piece of free work and that might give you the opportunity or contact yeah. or something else that will uh, change that is it yeah and 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 so see when you're starting out you don't have money when you don't have money you have a lot of time so leverage what you have and you are, I started out doing a lot of free work. Man. So like, why did you do the free stuff? Is it to build a portfolio or is it to, to get experience? Experience, I don't care about experience. Mm. Rather what I do care about is building up skill. So you did that free stuff so that you can build up your skill? Skill and relationships. Got it. So that you can probably challenge them at a later point in time. Yes. Uh, I, I would, yeah, if, if they end up as a recognition. Obviously, yeah. yeah Obviously, course. yeah. So yeah, Aditya, why don't you give your thoughts on it, man? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not as experienced in this department, but uh, what I have noticed, uh, my only like, like my real uh, sales with my art or like a monetization came from again in the early days uh, with the Comic Con events, and then it was kind of, it was kind of a different uh, uh, approach to it because again, I was not selling original artworks. Uh, I was uh, selling uh, prints, and I also kind of think that you know, uh, I, I've come. I've had a lot of people come up to me and ask, oh, "Why don't you sell uh, originals, or uh, why do, why don't mm-hmm. you?" Uh, because uh, firstly, uh, the art uh, the art style I deal with takes a tremendous amount of time yeah. Uh, yeah. to complete like oh, one piece. Oh yes, and, right. And uh, then then there are also people who ask, "Okay, uh, I want to buy an original from you." Uh, will you make this to me? Uh, I'm going to pay you something uh, that uh, I'm going to pay you like little little pennies uh, because uh, because I kind of felt like that they couldn't uh, value uh, the time and the effort that was that I was putting into my work. But were you able to put a put a value on what? Because most of the artists, uh, younger people, right? Let's say teenagers and uh, people are just passing out. They they don't know how to put a value on their own artwork. So it's true, and uh, even I didn't. Even, even I didn't at the time because uh, the, I, I was what I was what 19, 18, 19, and that was like the, that was my first time in uncharted territory, and uh, I, I had no idea what, what I was doing, to be frank. And I was kind of uh, uh, I was kind of like asking around and just making it up as I went along. But uh, but as I kept doing these events, and I think I did like two or three uh, more events after that, wherein I just sold my prints and. Uh, uh, you know, just uh, I guess I made like it, it was a start for me. It was a start for me, and uh, I made uh, you know some amount of income. So did and, you do free uh, I, stuff? No, yeah, I did actually. I did. I did actually. Now that I think back on it, I did do uh, quite a bit of free stuff. Uh, 
why did you do the free uh, stuff well mainly are uh, to uh, build uh, relationships mainly to build relationships and to uh, because I, at that point i was still not established enough got it uh, i was I, i was not at a point where i could say look this is my work you know about it and this is how much i charge you know got because uh, you uh, they they could have easily gone to some other guy who's more established and who's more reputed with his work uh-huh. i was I, i i was i was the baby fish in a very big pond got so it. and uh, it, it was kind enough for it was kind of pe- kind enough for people to come to me and actually recognize my work when i went out to these events got it and uh, i kind uh, i i don't know if this is just me or if it's just like a thing but i felt like i was not yet at a point where i could uh, dic- uh, i i could you know dictate uh, terms and charge yeah dictate terms uh, as such and be very authoritative about it because uh, the point uh, because i wanted them to know about my work uh, to know cool. what my style cool. is or how i operate and cool. yeah I, i i guess for that i had to do uh, a lot Some of free stuff, stuff but well you yeah. know you, you should you should ask them uh, or ask the question okay everybody is doing it for relationships but why build relationships yeah that's that that's exactly <laughs> the discussion so, <laughs> oh, so <mind> reader, <laughs> I, i i think we are sync in the mind yeah yeah, thing, yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> cool yeah i yeah so yeah coming to that question what kesh said right so why would you want to build a relationship as a as a fresh artist who who just don't know how to charge their artwork and you want to make an impression but why would you want to build a, build a relationship there are so many other there are so many artists out there there are already so many well established artists out there what do you bring to the table that people could uh, feel of value that they would consider uh, coming to you instead of going to anybody else uh it, it's like a vast ocean of artists you have to start somewhere you yeah. you have to start somewhere or you have to know someone you have to have a bit of an entry point i feel uh, as like a very new artist uh, so you're playing on the price point when you're telling them you know what if you, if uh, if somebody's going to do it it's going to cost you some amount of money but i'm going to do it for for free to you uh, yeah i guess i guess that's yeah. so but then you build the relationships for what i don't think we still have got an answer for the answer uh, she got something on this I have got lots of shit on this. Yeah, go on. Yeah. I think I think Sri would be the better person uh, to answer this question. Yes, yeah, so uh, uh, let's um, let's rephrase the question. Why yeah, do you do? Why did you do free stuff if you did? And uh, why did you build relationships? And uh, second of all, uh, I'll after Sri, I'll yeah, give out a real yeah, yeah, real yeah, sure. example. Go on, yeah. yeah. Yes, number one, uh, I never did free stuff. Uh, I didn't want nice. to. Nice. Uh, I didn't want to because. Uh, when i uh, i did free stuff for myself which was practice mm-hmm. and uh, when i had enough practice when i thought that i could group go professional and that's when i realized that i could charge and because i am uh, my time is not answerable to anyone the same uh, and it has to be charged at the same time at the same uh, and uh, on a different level uh, i have realized you know it's it's all about you know the psychologies you know um the psychologies of people here in india you know we have you know lots of people you, know, you they take you for granted you know despite being a freelance illustrator or an artist or being a professional artist for so long now more than 8 plus years 10 years almost you know i still get to ask to do free stuff mm. <laughs> you know 
even after like 10 years i still have lots and lots of shit loads of people who keeps yes. messaging me and mailing me and yes. asking me to do oh why can't you do free stuff oh i'll get you know it'll give you lots of exposure and i can give yes. you you know i can i can recommend your name to biggest companies you know dude if you're bigger if, if you know the biggest guys then you wouldn't ask uh, the stuff for free in the first place so so this is how the people are you know the, the, i was extremely uh, cautious about uh, you know how granted you know you know um, people would would take you uh, because once you start doing the free stuff i had people when i when i did stuff uh, i mean i'm just giving you an analogy like uh, i started doing stuff for like uh, 10 rupees uh-huh. and when i after like 6 months or 1 year or 2 years of developmental uh, skill development i started upgrading my uh, upgrading my uh, price card maybe till to 15 rupees or 20 rupees and then even after 2 years people were like dude you were doing for 10 rupees back then why yes, now yes yes so you 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 were so, you were mature enough to tell people that you can't do free stuff and they you they will have to pay for your time and effort that you put in yeah from so day I was one actually very much yeah from day one because i was very much upfront because this is my profession and this is how it works so coming to the second question right an add on question so how did you figure out how much money you would want to uh, charge them wait wait I, so oh uh, she was uh, she talking now yeah yeah so uh, uh, this is a, a very common question i usually get and each and every each and every practice has a different way to approach and uh, each and every practice has a different way of approach at the same time you know i generally uh, you know i was in a, i was in the same situation where i never used to understand what to charge and how to charge and how to go about that but eventually just like kesh said you know it was absolutely on spot on the spot you know um first of all do your market research you know um just uh, make sure make sure that you know the competitive prices about the you know uh, about the quality of work you know other artists uh, are offering at the same time what they are pricing at you know approach yeah, them personally yeah so understand the market quality. you know where you know where, where is the bar set and where you have to take it further mm-hmm. at the same time another another approach to this is calculate your expenses i mean mm. it's not expenses as in the bills you have yes. the the you know it could be anything <laughs> you know uh, but the expenses i mean uh, with the, uh, with the equipment you have the artistic yes, equipment yes, yes. if you have a, if you have a graphic tablet if you if you, if you bought it for 10000 include that if you are buying pencils depending on the brand you know it, it's something like 100 rupees a pencil you know uh, like 500 rupees a sketchbook you know wow. how often are you running out of the materials you know how, you know how much how many hours are you spending yeah, and how much yeah. yes Wow. And how many how many hours are you spending on it and you know uh, if you if you were at an if you if you were in an art school what what, what was the fees and uh, you know what what was the money you invested mm. and what are and what are the uh, what are the hours you spent practicing you know what was the what was the struggle you went through you know um, it's all about uh, make, you know having a value on your um, on your on your figures you know um, make it make it worth the while because everything has to be uh, account accountable to your uh, you know to to you know to your uh, account book because no one is going to give you free stuff if you do uh, no one is going to give you anything else no one is going to give you uh, a, a single uh, goddamn penny if you're doing stuff for free yes you know if you're doing things for free you know you're not respecting your own work you know it, this this is just according to my opinion my honest opinion no baba i have something no, on no, that no no, no, no it's uh, it's all about for me you know i yeah, just like yeah. i said because no, no, yeah, i you, have i have loads of artists you know i know loads of artists just like case said 
you know who did stuff for free just for the selfish reasons not for not because they could not respect their their work right, right. you know selfish reasons like uh, building the skill you know no but that's also doing... a point right so yeah, i don't yeah yeah the thing is yeah i think do you have I, a different I, I, perspective on it yeah a different i have a way way different perspective 99% of the people who are listening to this podcast are like sort of beginners or sort of want to make art a living should be doing free stuff all the time all the freaking time but but will it suit your temperament are you a speed rabbit like me yes. you know i'm i'm a speedy guy i go fast i go really really fast you know like i i do, i do stuff i do stuff i do stuff i fail like people know a lot of my failures like public failures and and i just like go so damn fast i don't care about these minuscule uh, uh, amounts of time that goes into the yes. thing and also when i'm doing free stuff i don't expect anything out of it from the other person mm. example i'll i'll give you an example uh 20 uh, 20 uh, uh what do you when was that 2015 mm-hmm. not 2016 i don't know so the, uh, there's a name to this uh, thing which i did apparently have i just read it afterwards so i i contacted i contacted jake parker so mm-hmm. you know jake parker yeah. right here in toba so i was like mm-hmm. I, i just hit him up just mm-hmm. like randomly i hit him up like i was a beginner i have these skills and you know what i'll do is I'll edit things for you for free. I'll take all your videos. Uh-huh. I'll take all your stuff, and uh, you don't have to do pay me a single penny. I'll do everything for free, one hundred percent. And uh, in return, you know, uh, uh, nothing. I don't want anything. I said I don't. Wa- I literally don't want anything. I just want to work with you. Wow. So here's what happened. So I took his video uh, videos. He's got some wonderful messages, mm-hmm. but all of them are in, like long form formats. Uh-huh. so i just took a video uh, took a thing of this and uh, uh, then I, i put it together it's called finish not perfect a video mm-hmm. and i put that thing together yeah i get that she's swelling her <laughs> no no we're good we're good so yeah so the thing is <laughs> you guys are distracting me man jesus christ okay sorry so, sorry continue continue so the thing is we put a a video together called finish not perfect right and that we uh, so that was my first time experimenting something new style of mm-hmm. video making of storytelling we put it on facebook 19 million views wow wow yeah boom then what i did was i kept on editing videos for him he uh, he had this uh, blog series going on i took all his vlogs i edited i edited i edited i worked my freaking ass off how long was it how long did you do this uh it was like 3 4 months Wow. So how many hours of video would you have edited in that time? Uh I think I must have put in like uh I have no clue. Okay. So uh, I kept huge amount of time. I, I no, so it wasn't that many videos, but there was a lot of footage which had to be put together into like really good it, videos. And he liked it. He liked it. And the thing was a a, a guy who was clueless, mm-hmm. you know, at that time who didn't know what exactly he wanted to do, how how to make money. finally saw the uh, the value i can offer to other people who contact hit hit people up other people up and uh, told them i can make videos for you got started and you can also give this as a reference right you tell them you know yeah i i yeah i i did i did uh, see the thing is the thing the thing about doing free stuff you know you know i never know what uh, you know what happens right you you, you never know what happens and i could actually point to uh, someone and say hey guess what you know i made a video that you know that hit 19 million views on facebook that's my market value right there yes 
and and that video wouldn't have hit 19 million if I hadn't done it for Jake Parker because he had the foundational systems that were set up on his Facebook page that had 70,000 followers at that time. You know, most of his videos did 100,000 views, but none, none did 19 million views. Wow. But uh, when a good skill and a great already established empire met, it clicked. Nice. And that was an opportunity for me to use. And I would say most people do free stuff because, see, you do your free stuff during your free time. Yeah. That's what I would say. What's your so, uh, that yeah yeah so I totally agree with that. At the same time, mm. I would also ha I also have a, a, a variated opinion on this, mm. a variety of opinions, something mm -hmm. you know, as a, as a spin-off. No, I, I get so, you. I get you. Uh, I get you. So just like yeah, just 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 Slanches, like I said in the yeah. in the very beginning, you know, each and every artist has their own medicine, mm. you know. Oh, but um, for me, uh, so there are there are uh, I've seen lots of people. I know I had no time to do free stuff because mm. no time as in. I couldn't afford so much of time because I wasn't. I wasn't. I was at the brink of bankruptcy. I, as in my family, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you know, you cannot afford. You know, there are there there are times where you cannot afford to do free stuff. At the same time, you had to practice a lot. So that was what I was saying. So uh, when you have to do free stuff, I what I generally do is uh, befriend few people. You know, uh, if uh, if uh, like. Like God forbid, if they have good, if they have good funny faces, I've I've done many portraits and caricatures of them, and they would post it on their profiles, and that would gain a good traction to my profile as well. So, so that's another organic way of building building a communication with uh with uh with the God. uncharted territories, like Adi said. Super. So, uh, yeah, so it's it's entirely different. Like I I was only saying I was only talking about uh the people uh, in uh, in this part of the country. Uh, because I would, uh, I would totally, uh, um, you know, uh, support Keshav's opinion because only because it is, it, it was Jake Parker, you know. <laughs> because uh, I would, uh, I, I would never, I would never have gotten that particular attraction or uh, uh, that level of support from someone in India or any other client in from India. Because yeah. honestly, I've not being a racist here, but uh, that was what. No, uh, it, it, it depends. I get what you're saying. No, so it's uh, what I understand from this whole conversation is it, it it could be Jake Parker, it could be Rajinikanth. It doesn't matter, right? So if somebody it's is about the end, uh, yeah. So yeah. If, if if it's if somebody if you think you're gonna add value to them and that's invariably could probably help you out at a later stage as well with respect to your skill yeah. and also with respect to your future prospect. Exactly. Yeah, so future that prospects, respect, right? That, so in that case, the value is not just money that you get. It's also the uh, the the kind of uh, outcome or reach that you you are and your output gets right. The the work reveals yeah. itself. Yes, is what I yes. say. Yes. You know? that videos determine the style of my channel. Got it. Which took off and which is now my big thing. Super. So let's. So we we talked about um, why we why you guys made money, how you guys made money and stuff. But I don't think we've got in detail on how individually, um, what are the modes in how which you guys make money, right? Yeah. So uh, it's not. I don't think we. I don't think uh, you guys make money just by putting up an Instagram post. No one's gonna oh, like so. is like is not gonna earn you any money. <laughs> so come. So uh, how about you guys individually going one after the other and and qu quickly tell what are the modes in which you guys earn a living so uh, so of course um, 
So, yeah, it was never. It was. Uh, it was. It is never that easy, and it is not with just one Instagram post and one Facebook post, and and boom, you have you know ten thousand bucks in your wallet. So, uh, so it takes a lots and lots and lots of patience. Wait for it. Wait for the client to approach, and you don't know where they they can come from and where they will come from because you know uh, the all you know all the stuff you need to do is hang hang in right there. Be patient. Promote yourself. I would I wouldn't say very subtly because promotion has to be in, um, you know uh, intense because that's what that's what it is just like I said no one is going to knock knock on your door and say that oh, oh, oh dude I have a project for you uh, so it's never going to work like that because there is a lot of passive competition on social media and that is how you get your work and you just promote yourself you know blatantly like i always say shove it in the people's throat you know shove the advertisements or uh, pose make some good stuff um, you know no, but exactly what are the modes in which you make money yeah that is the modes as in the source yeah the source yeah, yeah. what's the breakdown you may, something like that, right? so yeah you know what kesh do you want you want to take it up yeah, yeah i'll i'll do it first yeah okay yeah. so so uh, so what are the modes i make money so there are a couple of uh, things one you make sure you diversify your income so i have diversified all my streams like pretty uh, good now i'm still diversifying even more so the first would be the main would be uh, sponsored deals uh, for my youtube channel so my youtube channel gets you know uh, you know so, uh, like 50 60000 views per video sometimes 500000 sometimes a million something like that you know rarely uh, but you know i i, I have a pretty deep good audience so sponsors and brands come to me and they tell me okay you know what put us in a 60 second spot and we'll give you a thousand bucks or something like that got it got it yeah yeah so yeah. so that is one and uh, that is one source so uh, so brand deals and integrations and stuff like that that is one mm-hmm. uh, the youtube ad revenue mm-hmm. that is another thing uh, that is sort of uh you know it 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 is it is not uh what do you, what, do you, what is that thing you is not standard yeah it is not standard in the sense it is good but sometimes it will be very high sometimes it will be very low even i have noticed that even with big youtubers you know who make who makes quite a lot and uh, so that is one youtube so youtube ad revenue then the third one would be workshops i do workshops you know like that is one but i rarely do workshops these days so the other forms would be uh, the other one would be uh, freelance work you know uh, so the freelance uh, the work that i'm doing which is also stopped so i've stopped doing freelance work so most of my income right now is coming from uh, brand deals and uh, youtube ad revenue and uh, uh, there'll be some sp- Uh, periodical one or two day freelance works which i might take up if it Got fits it. into my schedule yes and uh, so those are the major revenue uh, sources yes Super. yes she yeah so yeah uh, to to continue yeah so that's 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 a whole different ball game altogether of cash because most of i uh, know i don't have anything to do with youtube and uh, you know which is going to be completely different as an answer so my revenue is basically uh, and totally you know uh, it's not it's diversified in art itself but you know uh, it's freelancing works again uh, i get it from freelance and independent commissions projects wise it's it's going to be in bulk and uh, 
you know which are like um, when i work on multiple pieces for a company or something like that mm-hmm. and uh, to segregate that into a different independent commission which is like it adds some peanuts on it which makes a lot of difference to be honest and uh, uh, and again i you know i i keep holding workshops i know i never thought i'd be holding workshops this often but well i am and uh, Thanks to me. you know um, uh, yeah <laughs> I, i was about to say I was about to say I know who I know whom to thank. <laughs> so uh, well, a mutual thanks anyway. Yes. <laughs> so uh, so uh, yeah. So this is this is how I uh, generate my revenue. Super. And uh, well, um, I'm I'm still you know I'm I'm. So it's instead. To be honest, I'm also considering so to get into teaching. Nice. So it's commissions, workshops, and uh, yeah, and also uh, freelance projects. Freelance projects. Cool. Yeah, Aditya. Wait, wait. Before we go into Aditya, I have another one. Yes, which is in the process, which is courses. And yeah, stuff online like courses. Yeah, that's that's another. Yeah. It's it's. I've planned it to be the uh, the next bedrock of my Got diversification. It. Got so, it. Yeah. Got it. Super. So we have online courses. We have commissions. We have uh, uh, sponsored uh, deals. Mm-hmm. We have freelancing. Mm-hmm. Cool, Aditya. Yeah, uh, I think up until now, most of my income has come from uh, exhibiting at events because that's how I first started out uh, monetizing my works. So uh, there was uh, like three comic cons. I've done uh, I, I I've done queer carnival. I've done Oktoberfest uh, that happens here in the city, like uh, at the Sikandarbad Club. And uh, there was uh, there was like a five day art festival. I think uh, in like shortly after. Uh, Comic Con in 2014, uh, and I was invited to set up for that. And uh, at all of these events, I would go mainly to put my work out there, uh, to sell as much as uh, as much as uh, as much of my work as I could, and also to make contacts. So that's kind of become the norm for me. But I think now I've kind of uh, started stepping more into the freelancing uh, game, uh, trying to look to take uh, independent uh, commissions or. or collaborate or work on bigger projects and i've also been ventured into workshops and uh, yeah like she said gokul i should be thanking you also i have a workshop with you guys oh, yeah. coming up right yeah, nice. <laughs> yeah. so i have i have a workshop with madcap i'm the workshop up, king and i've done yeah <laughs> <laughs> and i've also done two uh, workshops prior in the city also and, and that's that's it's been a new it's something it's been something new for me uh, nice. but also equally as rewarding because it's something that i haven't done before Super. so i'm now trying to uh, diversify my uh, income uh, methods like within the art field yeah. so i have one more last yes. thing i forgot affiliates I forgot so it's it's affiliates sponsors ad sponsored ads yeah commissions freelancing workshops putting out stalls and selling your prints or ads and products products and yeah one other thing that i want to add to all this Is if you're really good at what you do, you can actually uh, sell them as products, right? You can go to websites like Etsy or like loads of websites mm. wherein they can sell your design as products, wherein they put it up on let's say a T-shirt or a mug or a badge or whatever. You get a commission on uh, on on your on or example a royalty on every product that sells with your particular design, right? That is one way to make money. Uh, so yeah, so there's loads of ways to make money. So you guys will have to uh, figure out which step you guys want to take first and then go ahead with it. Uh, I think it's been an amazing conversation, right? I think yeah, yes, it really has. Yeah. Very so profound. I don't think we can put any numbers, numbers on, on this. See, like I said, right? So okay, if you guys don't, do you guys want to give examples of numbers? 
because i don't think you can put a number of saying you have to charge per hour x amount of money it's very stuff. hard you know the thing is it's I don't very know. very hard because yeah. it depends on the style of it an artist it depends on the style it depends um, on the work it depends on the complexity and the quality also the, the, the audience or something like that yes and the yeah. thing is thing is actually I've, 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 i've sort of debated on this should i share my monthly income report with like people or something like that yeah. i'm i'm still not you 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 you're ready right now i know that how much is like go for like yeah, go ahead <laughs> you know because i've been watching these videos of people like you know who are like super transparent artists or super transparent right because you know i thought that would be a good uh, sign but i don't know if i'm ready but you know like numbers should should be a thing in my stuff but i don't know if that actually helps no it 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 does in the sense of i it really expanded my horizon on how much i can make so yeah. i i went from like making minuscule amounts of money from like my day job mm-hmm. like I, i i like to a point where i could earn the money. a million dollars a month no no yeah definitely i'm making million bucks a month guys <laughs> like everybody knows <laughs> so so yeah so you you telling that getting to know how much people make, make it's going to help you understand how much you can charge not the charge uh, what's the value of the market you are playing in yes cool so so i think we've got some amazing content in this whole podcast right yeah. except sweta who's just laughing at the back i know you're hungry but i'm really sorry <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, i think it's been an amazing conversation so uh, let's uh, i think it's time for us to wrap it up right yeah. so uh, i don't know, feel i feel still we have an answered question the question of how see, to make money the question of how so let's let's put everything in a context the answer is the answer is always uh, ambiguous some you know sometimes see let's put everything into a context it has dissolved into something which is solid yes let's put it in a context right? so for for the first, first we talked about uh, if you're being an introvert how do you go about uh, be social uh, socialize yourselves be online talk to people you can also do free stuff to start off with to gain experience to build relationships solve problems solve problems and uh, be at be practicing and also you've also heard about different modes of revenue streams that as an artist you can earn from all these three artists mm-hmm. so i think with this you guys can build up the next uh, episode we are planning could probably be live in couple of weeks max mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> and we plan to have a guest who's there yes the big surprise we're going to have a guest Uh it's it's going to be a surprise to ourselves because uh, it's going to be a surprise. So we 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 still need to figure it out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really didn't want to say that. So, <laughs> so I think we well I mean we have we have an unofficial guest today listening in on this entire conversation. Yes. So Shweta. So yeah. So we're going to have Shweta. a guest. We're going to have a guest next episode um who's going to be talking about a lot of artsy stuff and uh yeah quick uh, sound to shweta shweta you want to give a quick intro can i your... breathe my god <laughs> thank you <laughs> shweta give a quick, quick quick intro about yourself and before we wrap it up hi uh, hi i'm shweta and uh, on instagram i'm known as kurozoi um k u r o z o e for anyone who wants to who cares about that but i literally just wanted to just breathe that's all i wanted right now cuz i've been silent for so long <laughs> Cool. But yeah, I'm also an artist by the way. I've been drawing the whole time Amazing. and I've been pu- pu- putting up placards like type of things for yeah. these guys to yeah. see yeah. <laughs> half time. She's been our empire in third empire. Yeah. I, I, I was going I was going to tell you guys that it was not pointless but you know, I sort of yes. 
I was appreciate the enthusiasm you showed. Yeah. She she drew yeah. this cute little doodles to so adorable that little illustration. You know what that made me think I I'm going I'm going to contact you to see how we can work together. Okay. There you go. There yeah. you go. See super networking. You you show yeah. up to someone else's Net- podcast and you make You have your word on the record. <laughs> yeah, I have your word like on record. Oh, yeah. On the record. That's but cool. yeah, these guys couldn't be so like, even I'm an introvert. I'm a massive introvert. I'm actually shy. That's why I haven't been speaking so long. But yeah, they're very they're right about networking. You guys Super. have to. Whether you like it or not, you kind of have to just Super. suck it up. <laughs> cool. So let's let's like, why don't we all talk about who we are? I mean, how do people find yeah, us yeah, online? So Aditya, you want to start how do Aditya, people find you? Bro. Who you are? Yes. you can uh, i'm a, i'm a freelance charcoal artist based out of hyderabad and you can find me and my work on instagram at uh, the onyx method that's t h e underscore o n y x method three so yeah uh, you can always find my work uh, on instagram or facebook with the same name sri priyatham s r i p r i y a t h a m and he is an amazing caricature artist artist yes not only caricatures but yeah, yeah i would yeah. say he is an amazing artist no, 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 period you're good you're you're very mind blowing thank you thank you kesha i got to get yeah. this sort of thing <laughs> you, you, you can find yeah what you can you know find me at kesh art on youtube or kesh r t just k e s h r for Ralph and T for Tiger on Instagram, and uh, yeah, those are. Or you can go to my website keshart.in, and you can do the hundred days of sketching challenge if you are a beginner artist and wants to get yes. going. And I am Gokul. Yes. You can find me at Gokul Raj GK in any social media platform, but you have to check out madcap.in to know the products, or check out at my copy page in Instagram to know about the really cool workshops that we do. Thanks a lot, guys. So you can find us on uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Stitcher, any and anywhere uh, you're listening this to. Please click on subscribe, and uh, we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, just, just, just go back on the podcast to just check out my Instagram because I'm not going to repeat that. I'm too lazy to do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, Google. Sorry, oh Google my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm a cartoonist, by the way. I like yeah, cartoons yeah, and I, I, I like that. anime, and I'm a gamer girl. If anybody's impressed by that, but yeah, I am impressed. Damn. Thank you. <laughs> I play COD and Overwatch. That was impressive. <laughs> yeah, it was. So cut it right there. <laughs> cool. So let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Thanks. Thanks. Bye, so guys. yeah, no wait. I still haven't wrapped up. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Uh, please subscribe to us in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or even on YouTube wherever you're listening. Click on subscribe. We'll be live with a episode four in two weeks. See you guys soon. And this podcast, yeah, yeah that will be like. Anyway, see you guys. Thanks. Bye. Bye, bye, bye everyone. Bye.